Support for studio sessions on KNKX comes from OB Credit Union, the original credit union of the Olympia Brewery, bringing pub-style banking to South Sound neighborhoods. OB Credit Union, offering Rainier, Pabst, Lone Star, and Olympia beer credit cards. More at obee.com cards. Hello, I'm Abe Beeson with another KNKX studio session. Duende Libre is here. Alex Chadsey, Farko Dosumov, and Jeff Bush at the Keys Bass and Drums. It's the third visit to our studios for the Seattle-born, globally-inspired jazz fusion trio. And this time it's going to be a little bit different. Duende Libre is honoring one of their greatest influences, Chick Corea. And I've got a lot of questions for the band, but I want to get into the music right away. So here are Duende Libre. Thank you. 
Duende Libre is in the KNKX studios. Alex Chadzi, Farco Dosumov, and Jeff Bongo Bush at the Keys, Bass, and Drums. Uh, Alex, a lot of people catch Chick Corea a little bit later in their lives. When did you first become a fan of his? It was in high school. Yeah. Um, I was playing in the jazz band at Everett High School and had an incredible band director named Gary Evans. Uh, Gary, if you're listening, thank you. And uh, yeah, he turned turned us on to uh, he had light as a feather on vinyl and we played an arrangement of Spain and of course I was instantaneously a, a lifelong fan. He really does have a long career. I've, we play a lot of stuff on KNKX going back to his days with Mongo Santa Maria and Blue Mitchell. Of course, uh, live Miles Davis, the Return to Forever stuff, famous acoustic trios and duos and solo music. Um, how did you decide where to focus? Are you able to cover kind of a, a wide span or are you kind of dialing in on more of his fusion stuff? Well, yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> um, so we already had... Sp- of course, Spain was in our repertoire. Um, we wanted to do Armando. We, we will be performing Armando's Roomba because that's long been one of our favorites. But we also dipped into um, what I think is one of the greatest um, jazz piano trio albums of all time. Now he sings, now he sobs uh, with Roy Haynes and Miroslav Vitas. Um, and yeah, so we're, we're playing a couple... Uh, songs off of that album, which will remain nameless because you have to come to the show if you want to find out what they are. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, as you said, Chick is one of my idols. Um, and I think one of the things that inspires me most about him is his bread, the breadth of his vision. And he was not the first, but I think one of um, someone in his stature who really embraced uh, musical traditions and cultures from around the world in like a really prominent way. And to me, you know, among all of his other incredible achievements, that for me stands out is, you know, I, I, f- I kind of like to think that Duende wouldn't be possible without Chick Corea's legacy. So we're humbled to be paying tribute to him. Yeah, uh, that that's one of the key similarities, I think, between Duende Libre and Chick's material is the, the willingness to gather influences from the far corners of the world. One of Chick's uh, was Spain, which is not really a popular uh, uh, traditional music for uh, jazz bands to be influenced by. Is that part of your musical tool be- uh, toolbox? Music from Spain? Yeah, yeah. Do you do you uh, have a, a little handle on flamenco? I'll have to defer to Farco. <laughs> Farco, tell us about uh, the Spanish influence. Oh, uh, actually, kind of like the major influence came here and uh, I was here in Seattle while I was uh, playing through with bands, and then I met this guy Istvan Rez, and then through Istvan he introduced me to the flamenco community and. We've played for a while, and then he taught me some things, and I just researched some things, and I was just blown away. I mean, I was like, okay, what do I do? So, <laughs> And I'll continue with you, Farco. Um, some of uh, Chick's great collaborators are big influences for players as well. Stanley Clark, the legendary bassist, uh, Erto, the percussionist. Is there uh, some guidance you're taking from the collaborators that Chick played with? I think the first one was John Patitucci. That's the guy who I was like way back when I was, I think about 16 or 17. Someone gave me a tape. On one side was Jaco, on the other side was John Patitucci. And I I was like kept listening to that tape over and over. And I, I loved the bass work of both of them. And then, so that kind of led me to Chick's music, Chick's band. And uh, Jeff, Bongo Bush, uh, are you uh, drawing any influences from uh, the many percussionists who play with Chikoria? Oh, yeah. The, uh, during the pandemic, I um, listened to uh, Now He Sings, Now He Sobs, which I hadn't really, you know, 
listened to over and over, um, and it was it was really uh, it just helped me kind of open it kind of opened my mind the the approach. Uh, I've always loved Roy Haynes, but his drumming on that record was so. Um, unconventional and that's just the beauty of it and at the same time the music just dances um and his grooves dance and he you know i remember reading an article about roy you know and they were asking him about what he studies and what he plays and um he's a real example of how you know to play from your heart and to be who you are he says you know the guy was asking him about what what rudiments roy plays and roy's kind of like I don't really play the rudiments, you know, my hands don't work that way, you know, I, they're uneven, you know, but, but when you listen to his, his interpretation of the music, it, it just makes you smile and it just dances and, and it's really interesting how Chick has contrasted his music with, with players like, you know, Dave Weckl and Ayrton and Roy, who are all very different uh, kinds of players and each wonderful in their own right. So, uh, yeah, Roy was really kind of, uh, a turning point, and now his grandson uh, Marcus uh, Gilmore's uh, really one of my favorite uh, drummers. Um, just an incredible, um, calming force on the bandstand. What an amazing guy! So Chick was a nickname for uh, Armando Anthony Correa. I'll take this opportunity to find out the origins of Jeff Bongo Bush. <laughs> Strangely enough, I uh, when I first uh, started getting into music, I was living in the UK and. Uh, I went, I was, I finished my degree in fine art, but I went to a music college down the street and I was playing percussion with a band um, of experienced players who kind of took me in and they, they had a weather report band called Weather or Not. And they played all these weather report tunes and the bass player and drummer just had them all memorized. And uh, so I started playing percussion in that band and just kind of observing and watching people. And then I eventually started playing some trio some trio music and a friend of mine named Davy Patrick, who is from Edinburgh, Scotland, a really wonderful pianist, um, <laughs> just gave me the nickname Bongo and uh, it kind of stuck. I don't know how it did because I don't really play bongos that much, but, but Bongo Bush is kind of, uh, it kind of rolls off the tongue, I guess. So he, uh, he laughed and called me that and it's sort of stuck with me ever since. <laughs> Thank you, Bongo. Um, back over here to talk uh, with Alex a little bit about uh, the compositional style of Chick Corea, uh, regarding your own tunes that you've written for this tribute show. Um, tell us a little bit about writing the songs that we're gonna hear in the studio session too. Sure, well Chick, which of course is dedicated to Chick Corea and his musical legacy was, I wrote that the night that I found out that he had passed away. And, you know, that news was interesting. It actually really hit me surprisingly hard. Um, I mean, of course it was unexpected and it shocked everyone, but I don't think I, it was one of the, one of these experiences where I don't think I really appreciated like how much, you know, I had, um, I don't know, you know, Chick had sort of given me musically you know, and personally until he was gone. And, and so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, the only thing I could really think to do is to try to write a tune mm -hmm. in his honor. And Stebro, tell us a little bit about that song. Sure. Well, that, that song, I would say, is more uh, sort of inspired just by his creative and adventurous spirit. And we talked, of course, about Chick's legacy, um, playing with Mongo, Mongo Santa Maria and, you know, uh, you know, embracing music from Spain and from other parts of the world. But, you know, one of the things that I also love about him is that he's not afraid to take chances. And, and again, like, I have to go back to Now He Sings, Now He Sobs because, 
you know, for me, that is just one of the most sort of natural blends of stylistically between, you know, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like straight ahead jazz, Mm -hmm. but also dipping into, for lack of a better term, you know, free jazz. And he, and the way they blend those two styles is just so natural and, and, um, anyway, and of course he's recorded other things. He did another album, um, as you know, with that same trio, um, that was even more out there in, in, in many respects, but I've just always, again, like love that adventurous spirit. And so I think that's really what we're going for with Steve Compositionally, uh, Chick Corea fans can probably tell his songs from a mile away. And Armando's rumba is one of our favorites here at the station. It's like a it's like a catchy math problem. It's like really, really <laughs> complicated, but you can't help but boogie to it. Um, tell us a little bit about what makes Chick Corea's composition so special. You know, I think um, in addition to all the things that we've talked about, I think it's also because, of course, he, you know, is a serious, I mean, he's studied and played classical piano as well. And I think, and I mean, I, you know, sort of when I was a kid, I, I studied many of the classics. And, and, and so I, I think that's another thing that really resonates to me about his music in terms of the form, uh, the formal, um, the structures that he, he uses and, and the harmonic vocabulary um, in Armando's Roomba in particular, you know, I think you can kind of hear some of those for lack of a better term. It's so it's so hard to like label <laughs> things know. when it comes to music, but you know, classical sort of influences mm-hmm. in his music, and that's um, I, and that's cer- certainly something I've always really admired about his playing and also about his writing as well. Another similarity, though we're not hearing it today, is Chick loved to collaborate with singers. In fact, he married one, Gail Moran, I believe, became his wife. Uh, I wonder if you could compare and contrast the way Duende Libre uses singers as opposed to the way Chick did. That's an interesting question. Yeah, I think we are. That's in, and I think that's um, sort of ground that we're still exploring with Hava and with Frank. I mean, of course, you know, folks who know um, the us from our live performances or from our most recent album, you know, we, we will venture into a lot of, you know, R&B territory um, or, you know, Paul Simon, I mean, depending on, you know, what Frank or Havre are in the mood to sing. But we're also starting to explore sort of more improvisational approaches, um, incorporating both of their voices and other things that they bring to the table. So I think that's maybe... You know, I would say again, like in the spirit of what you know, Chick Corea did, especially I'm thinking of a you know group like Return to Forever with Flora Purim. Right. Okay. Final question. It's exciting to hear uh, the three of you play Chick Corea music and honor him. What's next for Duende Libre? We've got a recording session coming up in a couple of weeks, so we're going to record some of this new trio music that we've been you know developing over the course of the last couple of years during the pandemic. Um, and we're continuing to, you know, work on new material with Frank and Hava as well. And uh, so, you know, we just want to keep, you know, we're really grateful for all of the support from KNKX and, and KNKX listeners in the Seattle jazz community and beyond. And, you know, we're just really grateful to be able to do what, what we love to do. And we want to just keep, do, keep on doing it. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Alex and Farco and Jeff. Duende Libre in our studios. For more information on upcoming shows and CDs, uh, connect to DuendeLibre.com. Thanks to our uh, audio engineer, Brian Moynihan, uh, handling the video today. Parker Blom. Thanks to Brenda Goldstein, Young, Adrian Flores, and our KNKX studio session crew. Support for KNKX comes from Jim and Bierta Falconer, supporters of studio sessions, and a free, independent, and energetic press who urge listeners to get involved in their local community and to support KNKX and from OB Credit Union. I'm Abe Beeson. Thank you so much for listening.